Blog Talk Radio.
we stand on opposing sides. Let's go to war. Let's go to war! Wrestling Authority Radio, with your host, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load, wrestling fans. It's time for war. Welcome one, welcome all, welcome everyone to a very loaded edition of Wrestling Authority Radio. This is anniversary, five years, night one. I am Sadistic Sean David, joined by my co-host, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane. And the reason why this show could never be a bag of dicks, Chaotic Katie. Tonight, we will be joined with confirmed appearances by Kenny the Star Maker Bolin, the quintessential stud muffin Joel Gertner, Rob, the, well, we're just going to call him the Strel, Bob Cook, a mystery guest, Sir Mo, and whoever else decides to join us. Oh, and we will be joined by the new Lucha Underground champion, Marty the Moth Martinez. <laughs> My fit fat. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, except he's not so except he's not so fat anymore. And we'll talk and we'll talk about why he does not look like like he did uh, a year or two ago. Uh we do need to do yeah. this. There was somebody that um spent some time with Vern Ganya and Dick the Bruiser Junior. That passed away over the weekend, so we do need to start off with our remembrance of them. And that was for former head of security for Vern Gagne and Dick the Bruiser, Harry Graham. Sad. Who passed away over the weekend. Um, Matter of fact, he worked on the Illinois State Fair as head of security on that for many years. Katie, your first caller is in queue. Okay, just a second. Let me go. I'm already here. I can go. I'm gone. And as you can yep. tell, we opened up with a montage of some of our old theme songs. Uh, we won't be able to do that tomorrow night. We won't have the time, but um, we might. We might We might just uh, pull something out of the hat for you. 
Um, there's been several songs over the past five years that we've used as theme songs. So um, not surprising that um, we would do something like that here tonight. And boy, what a five years it has been. We have done some of the biggest nights that I can remember uh, have all happened right here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, some of the greatest yeah. learning experiences of all my life. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just want to thank each and every person that's made the last five years possible. And here's to another five years. Um, we're going to keep this thing going as long as we can, folks. So, yep. Um, yep. I know who's here, but Katie has got him all to himself, herself in the green room. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, he is your new Lucha Underground Champion. He is Marty, the Moth, Martinez. Yes. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for having me back, fellas and my girl. Hi, sweet boy. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm wonderful. I missed you. You don't even know. Oh, my God. Steve showed me a picture of you licking your title, and oh, mm, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dillard put out that uh, that article and that picture, and there was a lot of people who had something that used to say about that picture. It's, so it's been fun to watch. Yeah, it's damn yeah. hot. It's damn hot. Yeah. Okay, I said it. There, I said it. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially especially uh, the especially the. Uh, Way that uh, your, uh, let's say under your under your trunks was uh, rather definitely uh, diagrammed out there. <laughs> my okay, eyes are up here, man. My his, eyes are up here. Why are you looking at his trunk for? Your eyes, your eyes are why up there, and that uh, and that title's in your hand, and you get ga- and you gave it the lick. Ooh, oh. and it was say, good. It tastes delicious, by the way. <laughs> Ooh, it tasted yeah, like well, speaking, speaking of delicious, speaking of delicious and also uh, healthy and nutritious, www.artmistouse.com backslash supplements. You need to lose weight. You need to get in better physical shape. Order some. Hey. That's damn right. People were asking me about it this morning because I'm on Twitch now. I actually show me and my girls show my workouts every freaking morning now on Twitch. And people are asking how you do, blah, 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 blah. Get in shape, how do you do this? Well, now I just literally show all of you, and it's on my website, and I show you what I do every morning. My life is a freaking open book. I'm surprised there's no naked pictures of me yet. There will be. Well, um, you did did once send me a picture of you swinging around on your stripper pole. So That was for your eyes only, love. I know. That's okay. And his girl knows about it, too, okay? <laughs> she was there. <laughs> That's right. She's right oh, here yeah. on the treadmill here. Hi, sweetie girl. Hey. She says, hi, How girl. You She's waving. She's waving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For those, for those of oh, you yeah. at home who do not, who do not benefit from, uh, from visuals, yes, she is waving right now. Never mind So Marty Tell us um, I want to know I'm sure the people want to know Your road to the title 
this your journey? A, yeah. a quick synopsis. That, a simple, that was a, a very, very unusual. Um, so, yeah, why don't you go ahead and kind of tell everybody who might not have caught the last, you know, last couple of episodes uh, how how this how this uh, came about. Well, all right, my road to Lucha Underground title. Um, mm-hmm. Nine months from a long time ago, my parents met, and here I am. Uh, <laughs> 33 years later. You said the whole story. Uh, you said the whole story. Some asshole named Pentagon breaks my arm in season one, or episode one, Aztec Warfare. Right. Yep. Um, after being out with a broken arm, thanks to some fed asshole, um, it gives you a little time to think. It gives you a little time to think. I got my hair cut at Ultima Lucha last year. I heard right. the chance of you, you look stupid, you look stupid. I had Pentagon break my arm. I had Melissa reject me, so I was kind of angry. Damn. Um, <laughs> and uh, I had all season of fester on it. And well, my sister is uh, has her ways of getting gifts to the gods championships. Well, I learned from my familia, familia. I I bought a gift of the gods championship match uh, two weeks ago, um, and when Papa Cueto said, "Great, that's what's gonna happen," I said, "Great, I got another sack of cash here for you, Papa." And uh, that offered me a great chance to get rid of that stupid rule of the gifts of the gods have yeah. to be challenged a week later. Um, well, I got rid of that rule, and I waited for the opportune moment, which happens to be when Pentagon is fighting two other people at the exact same time. Well, I'm the Lucha Underground champion because I'm smart. I planned ahead, and I had some rage in me. Lost my road to Lucha Underground Championship. I won the gift of the guy's title. I came in. I won Pentagon with a little help from Chelsea Green, and I'm the Lucha Underground Champion. The only person to win it. Both in one night, by the way. What? Uh, just throwing yeah. that out there. But that is my road to the Lucha Underground Championship. Is uh, being smart, calculated, and pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That that's been that's been the key to me uh, winning a few of my own fights too. So, pissed <laughs> off, smart, calculated. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that that you suck or anything, but Pentagon Pentagon is no slouch. So, and I'm not surprised you beat him. But that I didn't see the match, and I had to have been a hell of a fucking oh, match. Oh, I wa- I watched. You haven't I watched seen it. the match. I'm I watched it. It's okay. good don't, stuff. Don't give me shit. Okay, um, you know what? All right. Before, I've been the new Shotgun champion for over a week and a half now, and you have not seen, seen the match. I'm calling you. Okay. okay, hold on. Oh. I, I deserve this. Hold on. I deserve this, folks. Hold on. There. <laughs> Anyways, I love giving you shit. I love when you give me shit, so it's all good. Ah, hey, but yes, in a way, a week and a half ago, I won the Lucha Underground Championship. Uh, Sports Illustrated came out with an article about it. Sports Kita came out with an article about it. Pentagon is on the top of 
pretty much wrestling right now. And uh, so it feels pretty good to be the champ right now when that's the guy you beat. Um, it feels good to be the champ right now when you got two beautiful girls that are badasses watching your back. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't know Definitely. what else story you want to say, but it's pretty good. And it's pretty well, good when yeah. I look on Instagram and there are so many people saying they want to quit watching Nooch Underground. There's so many people saying, I love this. It is so divisive that I'm seeing more comments on Lucha Underground's Instagram than I've seen in quite a while comparing that photo to all the other ones. So I'm seeing all you very angry people, and I'm loving it. You're welcome. You know what? You know what? Let them drink the haterade. Their hate feeds you. The hate will feed you just as well as the love. <laughs> and and if they and another thing, what what I'm always told when I have a huge hate heart on for any wrestler, you're doing your job. Well done. <laughs> that's, oh, that's right. Man. It's fun to watch oh. people react. I, yeah. I, well. Go ahead, Katie. Uh, no, no, I have nothing to say. I said I bet. That's it. Go on. I gotta say, you can keep talking. You can keep talking to your boyfriend here, even 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 oh, though his boyfriend. girlfriend is right there on the tre- on the uh, treadmill, right right yeah, uh, my, near him. Yeah. yeah, my girlfriend's listening. Sorry, Rebecca. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, she knows all about Marty, so it's okay. <laughs> she knows about my love for Marty. She knows I'm his Canadian redhead, so it's all. Well, good. tell her to get your ass watching TV. <laughs> you got yeah. two episodes of Lucha yeah. Underground to be doing. This is true. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. True. So, when and you guys, it's changed. It changes things up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now this it's season just... too. I mean, you've got you you guys. Have, you know, there's been a lot. They've done a lot of changes. I mean, first off, the location was changed from uh, the original building in Boyle Heights and uh so you've got that. Um Katie we got another call in. Okay. Uh, I'm going uh I'm going. they they changed whoop yeah okay. Nope. They uh they uh they they killed off Dario and replaced him with his dad who looks suspiciously like him and that um and the other thing too is the uh, is this is the shooting schedule you guys had because you guys shot this what three time three you shot you shot like uh, TV for three for three days Friday Saturday and Sunday for what like four to six four to six weeks this time to get everything it was a straight four yeah. or five weeks yeah three days a week for four to five weeks yeah. And that is a very, very condensed TV schedule for 22 episodes of any series of TV. You're Um, The wrestlers, like, that's that's a regular wrestling weekend. But the poor, the PAs, the guys on uh, costumes, for example, they were making costumes for 22 episodes in a third of the time that they needed to for all the rest of the episodes. So... I get props to the Lucha Underground crew for pulling off some crazy fun costumes. Like you saw the, the Taya Mundo wedding, all those costumes have been made with the green uh, tuxedos, 
um, et cetera. There's a lot of costumes this season that a lot of people put a lot of work into this season. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of unusual because, you because you know, you talk about uh, Taya and Johnny where, uh, you know, once again in our industry, uh, art, imi- art imitates life. Um they get they get married in real life and uh then they and they get married on the show and that so and that and 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 all of this while this is all going on at the same time Johnny also <coughs> took the took the time to film a season of survivor on top of it all oh shit that's right he's on this so. year's survivor that's actually airing right now i believe i think Song Wednesdays, yes. starting last week. Yes, yes, started last week. Uh, David versus yeah. Elias is the theme of the season. Speaking of Survivor, Survivor's coming. They're finally going to allow Canadians to join Survivor. Someone's knocking at the door. Someone's ringing the bell. So why don't you open the door? <laughs> oh yeah. And let them in. <laughs> Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen please I, welcome. He never lets me do anything. Let me do this for a change. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to our amazing airwave. Uh, He's been on our show before. I love him. You might love him. And if you don't love him, I really don't care. Papa Stro. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey. How you doing? How you doing? (laughs) Oh, doing great. Doing great. Excellent. Excellent. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, go on. Yeah. Rob, I don't oh, know man. if you've ever, if you've ever <laughs> met Marty from uh, Lucha Underground. Marty, uh, um, Rob, a.k.a. Stroh here, is a uh, um, well-known from uh, his days uh, both in Memphis as uh, Gorgeous George III and then uh, later yep. on in WCW as the maestro now just uh, goes under the handle of the straw. Well, good to meet you, my friend. Hey, hey, likewise. Likewise, brother. Pleasure to be here, man. Brother. Uh, go ahead, Steve. Brother, I got to say, brother. because, he, yeah, yeah, all right, everybody get everybody <laughs> got your shot glasses, brother, brother, brother. <laughs> Yeah, every says, okay, uh, it is now time for the Hulk Hogan brother, 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 shot brother, brother. shot glass challenge. Anytime <laughs> you hear anybody say, brother, you have to take a shot. When we have old schools on here, every five seconds is brother, 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 brother. I think the Hulkster still has the record, though. But if you don't drink... You can uh, light up a little Humpty Doobie and get as high as Hulk Hogan's airline. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Wow! wow. Oh. <laughs> and the funny and the funny thing is, guys, um, and uh, and Sean and Katie know this because I've told it, but uh, Marty and Stro, you don't, you probably don't. Hogan did not know about the Hulk Hogan drinking game until. I told him on Twitter about it. You told him? Uh-huh. You told you told he, him he I invented not, a drinking he game. Know, he did not know about his own drinking game. Brother, brother, brother. 
So, so you're the one that's smarting him up, right? But yeah, you told I'm him I. I but him up. but, but wow. you gave me but you gave me credit to uh, to the Hulkster, right? You gave me credit, right, bro? Right, right, hubby, right, right. Oh, right. <laughs> oh Joel told me, there, boy. Boy, right, guys, that was that was a wow. good one there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, later, brother. <laughs> brother, brother. Anyways. Sorry. Anyways, this is not the brother, brother, brother <laughs> show. This is not the chaotic Katie show. This is the Marty the Moth and the Papa Stro show. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my, indeed. So, what do you got going on, Papa Stro? Oh, man, a bunch of stuff. I just come back with some uh, film festivals. Uh, they're showing a the, the film documentary uh, about me oh, yeah. that's playing right now. Festivals around the country. It's called The Maestro. And uh, it's, it's like an up-and-close personal look, uh, you know, preparation for for matches and some of the history I've that's been through through the years, that sort of thing. So uh, it's a really, really cool film done by um, Green Hero Films and uh, – it's uh we'll be wrapping up the film festival tour this fall and, and going uh straight yeah. D V D from there. Well you see our our nice. town, my town of Toronto, we have the Toronto International Film Festival, also known as TIFF. Nice. And um we premiered the new Halloween movie. Oh, that's awesome. This year. I can't wait that's the one J- Jamie Lee Curtis, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love that one. Oh awesome. Awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I want her on my show. Put her on my wish list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't blame I, you. Okay, I thought everybody Mark was knows on your okay, wish okay, list, Kate. Y'all, Marty's always on my wish list. Marty's always <laughs> on my dream yeah. list. Marty is always <laughs> in my dream. See, I, 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 I have this dream. Yes, I do. To slide down Marty's list with his wife watching. <laughs> no, he has a stripper pole, okay? He has a stripper pole. I do have a stripper pole. I do have a stripper pole. Yes. He does. Oh, that's that. cool. Oh, it's in my bedroom. I got it for my girl for a birthday. Touch the hiney. All right, I'm blushing now. Let's uh, keep me blushing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's. Yeah, that's 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 always the fun part. Uh, is uh, making Katie blush. Yeah, is snorting. <laughs> nice. Oh. Yeah. Get, yeah. When I when I laugh too hard, I snort. We all know this. I've been doing it since I was yeah. like two. You know what? Oh, that I is? remember at the last show I was here. Well, that's I just you doing that the last fucking show. great. Oh, great! Okay. You know what that is? You know what that is? Great. That's just fucking great. <laughs> oh God! All right, we don't interrupt the cast. Anyways, yeah, we that, totally yeah. lost my train of thought. Right. He high need me and uh, then he fucking me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I'll okay, remember, so I'll so outside, down yeah. <laughs> right. I'll remember. Ooh. Oh wow! Oh my. Yeah, that's okay. Sorry, wifey. <laughs> she, can't, she can't even hear. No, no, literally can hear. She's inside now. I'm out here fixing okay. stuff out in the gym studio, so she can't hear anything. Either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. No, because you, you see, the last time we had, the last time we had Marty on, it was Marty and a bottle of Jaeger, and I was drinking wine, 
So you got to hear and a bunch of Marty's progressive and a bunch of Marty's friends. (laughs) Yeah, and a bunch of Marty's friends. So we got (laughs) we got to hear me and Marty get progressively drunk, and Mm -hmm. yeah, it was fucking wonderful. It was great, (laughs) and I get teased about it at least once a month, at least. (laughs) Well, good. Well, good. I like to be memorable. (laughs) Yeah, you. Of course, I remember you. Well, hey, Marty, you you absolutely are. I mean, you know, you sit there, and if we, you know, if we take a serious look at your history from when the first time people saw you uh, on probably nationally on Tough Enough to where you are now, which, I mean, you're, I mean, Lucha Underground has probably made a lot a lot of guys even more recognizable and more in demand than they than they probably were for oh, several years prior to uh to that show ever even coming on the air and that i mean well you you can obviously you can obviously tell us Yo, you're the one with your uh, with your with your uh, book with your booking sheets, and you can probably tell us more how how much your how much your uh, booking has uh, improved in terms of amount of uh, bookings you've had, and obviously I'm sure uh, the bigger paydays as well. Definitely, Lucha Underground. I am very blessed to be a part of. A, I've been blessed to be a part of since the beginning. Um, it's definitely given me a platform to kind of show the world essentially me growing up. Because I honestly think the character in 2014, when I was barely over here asking here, I had to get into get into the temple. Um, I was dealing with a lot of stuff personal-wise with my Lyme disease and trying to get my health on, uh, oh, wow. trying to get back. Yeah, so mm. as I was getting better, I was also, you can see how I look in season one to season four. I was actually getting in better shape and just getting my health back better. So as you see my the moth get more and more creepier, more and more <laughs> lethal, it is a direct extension to, hey, Martin, Martin Casals is actually getting healthier. So more of the moth doing more damage on TV. Yeah. Um, and so someone actually sent me a video, and I'm going to put it on my YouTube here really quick. Uh, but you sent me a video of the highlights from Tough Enough and then the highlights from me begging Dog Equator to get into the building to now me winning the Tough or uh, winning uh, the championship. It's been a crazy road, and uh, I was very, very stoked uh, when I got that call, essentially. Um, I, I worked very hard for it, and I think that was a uh, something that in TV land was – to me, something that, hey, I did something in real life land because I worked very hard to get to that point with my health and my health struggles. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, we don't get much Lyme disease here in Canada. Mm-hmm. So I don't even have a clue what you went through. So <laughs> yeah. it's wonderful that it's, it's wonderful that you overcame it. Well, thank you very much. I'm very glad. Oh, it's still a fight. I, I'm still fighting it every day, but I felt better than oh, I have in years. Um, and my life kind of followed suit, which is awesome. I'm sitting in my garage right now, and my 
in my house that is now uh, this part of my garage is now a gym because uh, I have another garage now. Uh, life's just sitting pretty Which for is- the champ right now. I can't be more excited about that. Yeah. And I mean, and you're and you're in. A, I mean, you're beautiful part of the country. You live over, you live out in Utah, and that. And oh, wow. I'm sure, you know. And I mean, and I've seen the pictures. I uh, you you posted up pictures on your Instagram of uh, the sunrises and that by uh, out your door and that, and it's just some amazing stuff. And seriously, it's like, oh, I just I, would, I look I at that and I go. I just love if these bookers would stop uh, buying five o'clock flights so I could stop posting those pictures of sunset rises all the time. So give me like a seven o'clock. I'm cool with that. Just kidding. But in Utah, yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous place. Definitely. Um, as far as Lucha Underground, it's definitely helped with my bookings. It's helped give me a platform to say, hey, here's what I can do. And, uh, I'm glad it worked the way I had. It's also getting me the platform so that now I can be on Twitch, now I can be on Ring Warriors on WGN on Saturdays. Um, it's definitely been a huge stepping stone for me, and uh, I can't be more stoked about it. Okay. Well, there we I go. So Everybody got to watch that. Uh, WGN America Saturday mornings, uh, Ring Warriors. So Every Saturday. It's yep. a 50, every Saturday, 52 weeks a year. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. In other words, in other words, folks, you cannot get away from this creepy guy no matter what you do. <laughs> yeah. You go on the internet, you will see this face. And uh, if you're some people, if you look up, you'll see this face. At least that are on this podcast, they're making <laughs> some comments about my joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So. Oh, uh, all right, guys, hold down, hold down the fort. I will be right back here, okay? Hold down the fort. Okay. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah. So, Marty, yo, who's yo. the creepiest? Do you, do you have creepy fans? And if so, who's the creepiest? <laughs> so, Jerry, um, I'm not gonna say there. names. I get a to lot of weird stuff on the internet. I don't okay, know. Okay, well, well, weird. Okay, now you have to really define weird because the girls, the girls get asked for their panties, they get asked for their boots, they get asked for their socks, their gear, they get asked for um, pay by the hour sessions, uh, yep. all kinds of things. You know, Ruby Ray yep. got licked. Ruby, one of Ruby Ray's fans licked her face for a picture and she puked on him. So, so yeah. okay. So how creepy does it get? <laughs> You pretty much, I've gotten all of those that you've summed up. The one that keeps, you know, I, I, I keep getting, oh, okay. So I, I, I downloaded Snapchat a long, long time ago, and I forgot about it. And then life happens. Well, when I go on Snapchat now, now there's a whole bunch of stuff on there that I didn't need to see. I guess I have accepted a bunch of oh, friends. Oh, shit. And I didn't um, know I could, like, friends mean they can send you private shit or something. I'm not sure if that's how yeah. it works. I don't know Snapchat. I don't yeah. use it. But I've gotten mm-hmm. so many videos of this dude just going to town on him little, his little self. Like, at least once a week I get videos of him just doing it. And then asking, hey, hey, do you want me to... 
I just did whatever fuck I want on this thing, right? I just did. So are we yeah. talking about jerk-off videos? Is that what we're talking about here, Marty? Oh, I'm sick of getting them. Oh, I don't oh, want to see another man's jerk-off video in my vid. My, in, in, period. In my anything. No, okay. Every once okay, in a while, make it I official. used to get girls. I yeah. used to get girls. Did I become more attracted to men and less attracted to women? Ladies, what happens? Because I was getting girl <laughs> pictures like crazy. Now I'm just getting videos of big old dudes with not so big old dudes in other places send me videos. Yeah. He does not. Okay. He does not want to watch you jerking your junk. Okay. Listen, listen to me closely. He does not want to watch you jerking your junk. Okay. It's a, no. That's good. He no, I don't want to watch anybody jerking their junk either. I, oh my God, dick pics, girls, girls trade them like hockey cards, okay? Got it, got it, need it, need it. Got it, got it. Have you seen this one? Have you seen this one? Oh, look how funny this Oh, yeah, we make fun of you motherfuckers, okay? <laughs> we just do. So, uh, yeah. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> hey, we have got, we have got some, we have got a surprise for you guys. Um, and, uh, you're going to love this. Uh, talk, you know, talk about, uh, Going, uh, going right uh, back into the uh, history for all you uh, nineteen. Oh, yep, for all you nineteen, for all you nineteen eighties uh, kids, we have the middle oh, person oh of Men on a Mission, Oscar himself, Greg Gerard. Hey, how you doing, brother? The eighties. I was still in school. <laughs> the nineties, Steve. The nineties. Uh, thank you. Uh, Clear that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, let me wait. Before I, before I do anything, let me ask that question. What the hell kind of show is this? Y'all talking about jerking, <laughs> jerking? Is this a podcast <laughs> hey, porn no. or what? Oh, I'm so sorry you had to hear that noise. That's so Oscar. Sorry, uh, Oscar, excuse oh, me. Man. I guess should be slapped. I should be slapped. Excuse me. Uh, my mother, my mother, listening to this interview. Uh-oh. Sorry, Mama. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, man. Mama. Oh, man. If, she, if, if your Mama uh, has a passport, I'll invite her to my house, and she can spank me if she wants. She man. Oh, man. Oh, man. man, y'all want to change. Okay. Yeah, just, no, yeah, I'm just saying, if your Mama, if your mama heard me. this show, if your Mama heard this show, she can whoop my ass if she wants to. How's that? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. First is... Podcast for Dick Vick. Now you talking about my mama to spank you? What the who, who, who the hell are you people? I'm so sorry. When Marty is on we're watching Dick Picks. Oh, Oscar, your mother, what she look like? She can come spank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh <man>. no! <laughs> oh, mercy! Oh, well, uh, Oscar, I am trying to get your um, uh, you, the other half of Men on a Mission to call in. I have sent him a message and let him know that you were called in, and hopefully he can join us as well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've had Sir Mo before, but we have never had Oscar. And Oscar, uh, do you still remember that Man on a Mission rap? Could you give us a little bit of it? Oh. Can I still remember what? 
the man on the mission mission rap. rap. <laughs> nah, I'll give you one better. What's the, what's the name of this show? Um, Wrestling Authority Radio. Who? Wrestling, Wrestling Authority, Radio. Authority Radio. War. You said Wrestling Authority Radio? Yes. Yes. Okay. For all you frat boys and all you sorority, let me tell you now, it's wrestling authority. Oh, yes, y'all. This is it. They talk about porn and talking dick pics, but that's all right. We have not frustrated. These people are, oh, yes, uh, X-rated. Say it like this, you could take it to the bank, but my mama, mama, you cannot spank. She's a Christian. She goes to church. So say to my mama, that won't work, but that's all right. And that's okay. Hey, y'all, happy anniversary. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Much love. Much love. That was awesome. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much. Honestly, the reason why the jerk and the junk came up is because I asked him if he had any creepy fans, and that's what came up, Okay. <laughs> you ain't got to explain nothing to me. What you doing? Your arm down with your thing. I have no junk to jerk. So. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Technically, uh, technically, uh, technically, that's not true. We're not having you. We will not be discussing. We will not be discussing Katie flicking her bean. We are not having that discussion. No. That's why. That's why God invented the bullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. We will not be discussing. We will not be discussing my toy drawer. How's that? Never. No. Stop. Oh, oh I got a lot of mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> Hey, Bernie, actually, Bernie, you, yeah, got some that, thing, you got some of that Jaeger with you? <laughs> the only thing that's going to be discussed that's in my toy drawer is one of these. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Not all right. Oh, <laughs> Next. <laughs> See, every time, okay, every, I'm, time I'm Bernie, every time Bernie is on, Katie gets, her, Katie gets herself into more and more trouble. See what Every you do to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every single time. Uh, yeah. You got to come on here run regular and get me in shit all the time, Marty. <laughs> it doesn't uh, sound like I needed help very much. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not too Sounds much like help. getting yourself into shit is kind of your specialty. Oh, yeah. Um, I get into shit. Yeah. But see... You gotta understand, they bait me. They do this on purpose, okay? They bait me. Seriously. Okay? This is not all my fault. You leave my ADHD ass alone. <laughs> like I said, uh, you ain't got to explain nothing to me. <laughs> what you doing? Your time is your, your but, business. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Um, I want to discuss what you do when you're. On part of your spare time, what do you got going on, sir, at this moment? I don't need, I'm not talking about anything nasty. No! I'm talking about, I'm talking about on, you know, Mm-mm. in the ring. Are you promoting? What are you doing these days? 
Yeah, I got um, on October 27th, I'll be appearing at Heroes and Legends, the convention in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. And then um, November um, November 26th, I'm actually having a dinner with Triple H for the Concussion Foundation in Boston. And then, I don't know the date, but somewhere around that same time, uh, I'll be at WrestleCade in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to round out 2018 with some really nice nice things. I had a really good time. Um, You know, I like to talk about All In and StarCast. I mean, that was one of the better events of the year. I mean, they really pulled it off and pulled it out. Everybody that they said was going to come came. There were thousands of fans. It was like a WrestleMania junior. I mean, it was really, really nice. And I hope they have another one next year. Mm-hmm. You know what? That, well, I hope. Yeah. You know what? That actually that actually brings a good point. Maybe we should uh, take a few minutes to uh, discuss this because, of course, um, you know, uh, while while Oscar and Stroh were uh, you know two guys that uh, had full time major con. On a uh, you know, trial to get a uh, full-time contract, it seems that uh, the face of the, the face of the industry is has been changed because of this entire event. Where you know now there are, there are guys, and in fact, um, in fact, it was uh, big news today that uh, Joey Janela. Um, announced that uh, he's get uh, he's he's going to be out for uh, about a year because of knee surgery. Um, and a year or so ago, you know, who would who would have heard of Joey Janela? But now, thanks to thanks to uh, Cody and the and the Bucks, you know this you know people are people are talking about this guy and people are talking about the fact that. Oh no, he's going to be on the shelf for a year, and that. Well, I mean, it's no—I mean, it's—it's it's no surprise. I mean, injuries happen to uh, everybody. I mean, you take a guy like, like, well, you take a guy like who's iron steel, ironclad, like the Undertaker, who's had like mm-hmm. twenty different injuries. You know, over the, over his career, I'm talking about bones broke. He had both eye sockets, you know, really, really, really injured, and um, and that 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 took him out. But his resilience and as strong as he is, he came back. So, you know, with the whole Joey Janela situation, you know, I mean, he'll be on the shelf for a while. But I mean, my hope is that he's not out so long that. You know that he can't come back because you know not saying for him personally, but that 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 happens to a lot. That happens to a lot of people. You know, like out of sight, out of mind. You know, somebody gets right. put on the shelf for medical reasons or whatever. The next big thing come along, or by the time you are well, there's no room for you, <laughs> no room for you on 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 the roster. So I mean, uh, hopefully he can get well soon and get back in the game. I hope so too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 
that exact same point, the same thing, the internet that got him to now we know, oh, there's this dude in Joey Janelle that's hurt. The same reason that got us to know that information and got Joey to where he is, I think if he's smart, he can use that same social media and the stuff that's out there right now to stay relevant. Hey, guys, here's my build. And actually build himself and let everybody come on the ride and journey with him so that by the time he comes back, he's even hotter than he is now. I mean, it, the, you make a good point because, you know, this is, this is the, 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 the age of information. So, yep. you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's not like back in, like, the 90s where, if you was gone, you was gone, you know. I mean, unless they sent cameras to follow your progress when something happened, which, I mean, was something that rarely happened, now it's all do-it-yourself. I mean, you can tweet every day. You can Instagram every day. You can Facebook every day. You can upload YouTube videos every day just to keep yourself fresh in the minds of fans. And then the promotions, whether you belong to WWE or ROH or whatever, you know, it's harder for them to ignore that when it's time for you to make a comeback. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's and that's true. I mean if you I mean if you sit there and you look, okay, um when like when you know, like when Men on a Mission broke and that and um even and even uh you know um well, WCW was was a you know was a hot commodity during the early days of the internet and that, but you know nowadays um, you know and Marty you just you just said you just said it and it, it was perfect you know with the with the with social media and that if you if you market yourself and that and that is one of the biggest things that. Now, and it's one of the biggest problems that uh, wrestlers still have to this to this day. They, you know, they're getting better at it, but they're still not as good at marketing themselves as they as they should be, and that. And you know, I mean, there I mean there are great examples though. Um, Zack Ryder, Zack Ryder marketed himself. And leveraged himself into a WWE contract just by just by doing just by doing those uh, internet videos and that. Um, and I think you know the right and you know, get and get uh, and get yourself properly out there. Um, just you know, you'll you'll be able to you'll be able to um, get yourself going and make yourself really big. Um, some of the best seminars that indie wrestlers can attend are not necessarily the ones that teach them how to work in the ring. The best seminar information you can get is from somebody who's going to teach you that character building is everything. I mean, you can have the right character and not be able to wrestle worth shit. I mean, as, I mean, you, you got a lot, and, and, and I ain't going to mention no names, 
where you got a lot of them, you got a lot of them out there that's been around over the years that can't wrestle their way out of a paper bag, or they have the same four moves in the ring, but it don't make mm-hmm. a difference. The fans come to see their entrance. The fans come to hear them talk on the mic, mm-hmm. and the fans right. buy mm-hmm. their buy their merchandise, buy their T-shirts buy and their dogs and their this and their that because of their persona. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you can you got you you got exactly. a lot of these cats that are that are, that are, that are flying from the rafters, and they doing you know they doing flips, but they can't cut a promo worth nothing. They can't, and, and, and those people are, you know, they're born and forgotten in a span of 20 minutes. But the God. ones that are there that you really want to come see because they make you laugh or they just excite you or they get you going when they come out, those are the ones, those, those are your million-dollar guys right there, and those are the ones that are going to have staying power in this business. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Keep agree. it fresh, keep it real, and keep going. Yeah. That's real talk right well, there. More, damn straight. The more carrots you have to do, the less bumps you have to do. <laughs> Your bump card goes <laughs> out. Right. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, all right. Well, you know what, guys? All right. Um. And we've got and we got another we've got another guest in oh there he is. Um and folks, you know, there are there are people that you love to introduce. There are people I'm that not, need no introduction. But okay. they don't have to, Katie. I know this All number. Right. But but there are people that the only one that can do the introduction is that person themselves. And this is one of those people. And well, well, oh my, it is I, the lyrical. Oh my, lyrical. Sexual, intellectual, the cunning. Linguist and the quintessential stud muffin, Joel. I once was with your mom. Half an hour later, she could not walk as we listened to the sounds of the radio on Block Talk. And as we lived out a real-life porno of which she was the star, we enjoyed all of the audio of W.A.R. Wordner. And that's Wrestling Authority Radio. Keep listening. And have yourself an eargasm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, that was a rather sexy, oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, sweetheart? You know it. You know it. Oh, man. 
Well, Joel, you're in with some uh, great company. Uh, we have uh, Oscar from uh, Men on a Mission, uh, the Stro from uh, WCW, and uh, the Lurdy the Moth Martinez all in here with you right now. Right now. Okay. I just heard myself. Yeah, I'm hearing it too. Katie, find it. Oh, God. Sean, you're better at finding it. You do it. I hate doing it. Please do it. Don't make me do this. All right. Whoever has got us on speakerphone, you need to take us off speakerphone because your microphone is giving feedback. No, that's me. Hold on one second. Okay. Okay, darling. Okay, back with you. Thank you. All right. There we go. There we go. Well, so. we're here for our five-year anniversary. We've got Oscar from Men on a Mission here. We've got the Stro. We've got Joel Gertner. We've got Marty the Moth Martinez. And uh, in just a couple minutes, we will be joined by a star maker. Yes, yes, we will. And then Can we I will lose all story? control. Can yes. I tell a story that I tell all the time? Well, not all, every once in a while. Oh, please. And I don't please. think Oscar's heard it. I, and I don't think yeah. Oscar's heard it. It's an Oscar story, and I don't think Oscar's heard it. And we've oh. seen each other. We saw each other in Boston, and I know he came to hang out in the ECW show in Chicago once. This goes further back than ECW. This is, I was a wee, innocent lad of Uh-oh. maybe 18 or 19, and I was just trying my best to keep it real in the 9-4 and I picked up Oscar, and I was driving to a show somewhere in Pennsylvania, I think, for Angel Amoroso. And he and I, we were both on the show. And I was driving. On the way to the show, we stop at KFC, and it's a KFC with a drive-thru. Oh, my. drive-thru that the staff was super not being attentive at all. And Uh-oh. Oscar had to repeat his order twice, three times. On the third time, he let it be known that he was somebody that needed to be listened to and was hungry. And on the third time, he's actually screaming his order. And it's an order that every time me and my friends ever do KFC, on the once, twice a year that we do that, I always repeat Oscar's order in tribute to him. And that's, I said, two winks and a breath. Because it's been 24 years since it happened, and I don't think I've ever had occasion to tell him. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, my. Very good. If I embarrass you that day, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. You told me some wisdom. Listen, you only got to tell a wise man once, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody remembers Jim Cornette's famous. It's on YouTube. Katie, screen that caller, please. 
Okay, just a minute. I'm going, um, going, going. Where is the color? It could not be oh, as bad okay. as Jim Cornette's uh, drive through oh, the Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. wait for me. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, man. And I, I could not imagine driving with that man and having that happen. Yeah. Oh, oh, that, well, oh, I would imagine, memories, man. <laughs> I would imagine you would have no customers if you didn't answer the if you didn't fix the food. We waited thirty minutes and you didn't fix the food. What the hell? Oh man. Oh my god. Oh and holy I cow! I got somebody that can tell this story better. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Without any further ado, he is the star maker. Kenny Bullen. Well, how, how's everything oh. going up? And uh, where are you guys based out of again? <laughs> Kenny. Uncle uh, uh, Kenny. How, how am I set oh, up the show God. tonight? I, I went through the trouble to call you guys from Skype tonight so I could use my microphones. <laughs> you sound great. You sound yeah, that's all that matters. We have Oscar from Men on a Mission here. We have the Stroh with us. We have Joel Gertner. We have oh Marty the Mar- Martinez and yourself. We were just going over Coronet's famous uh, oh, Jesus. Dairy Queen <laughs> incident. You, you just, you just, you just okay. named us all our lineup you got here, and you're dropping Coronet's name. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. Well, I, I missed. I missed. I missed the story because I was screening you. That's okay. You were screening me. Well, yeah. I can assure you, you didn't miss much. <laughs> a man that abuses people. A man that abuses people through drive-through windows. Ain't he a big tough guy? <laughs> <laughs> I get out Here of my go. car, go into the facility, ask for the general manager, and ask him what the hell's up. I don't yell at the $5.25 an hour person in the window. It's not their fault. <laughs> he's an abuser. He don't, he don't want to take on the big boys. He can't handle a general manager. Now, have you ever had, uh, have you ever, guys, ever had, I'm going to let Kenny Bowen tell his story. He had one hell of a limo ride about a year oh ago my. to Tennessee yeah. with it Jim Cornette. It was the yeah. worst limo ride that any human being ever had. It was, it was a trip yeah. from hell. And everybody yeah. thinks that me and Jimmy were enhancing this story and that we were adding stuff. And No, we we probably left stuff out. It was horrible. <laughs> he is the worst person to ride with ever created on the planet Earth. If anybody's <laughs> ever ridden with him, I don't know if the men on, men on a mission, did you all have to ride with him? We got Mo or Oscar? Uh, yeah, got, I drove all, drove all the way up to Oscar. South with Jim Cornette. I hope oh. he pulled up something that just beat the dog crap out of him for, for having such a tiny bladder. What I wanted to do. My Lord. Oh, kidding. Uh, bless, it, was bless a trip, it, was, it was a trip from hell. I, I'm not going to tell the whole story here because it's on YouTube. Uh, Jim, Jimmy's got it on his network. But it was one of our better shows we ever did because it, it was just utter hatred out of both of us. We both were miserable. <laughs> he wanted to kill me. I wanted to kill him. But the whole story's on YouTube. So if you want to hear that whole thing, I encourage you to go listen to it. Because every word that it said is true. Yeah. So you rode from Houston to where with him? Dallas, Texas. 
Oh, that's far mm. enough. <laughs> yeah. I won't ride yeah, that down the screen anymore. That's 22 <laughs> miles. <laughs> we, we had one trip once. We, we went from Louisville to Lexington to go do an appearance at a car dealership, and we hit traffic about seven miles from the dealership, and it was standstill. And he lost his we, – we can still cuss on this show, right? Yes. Yeah. He lost his goddamn mind at what he did. He, he freaked out. He turned around. He turned around in the mid, in the median, tore up his atlas because he couldn't figure out how to get back to an exit to get us home. Blew off the appearance at the deal. We were seven miles away. All he had to do was wait for the traffic to move a little bit. But no, we're we're seven miles flexing, and he turns around in the median, gets lost. Uh, someone stops and wants to fight him. So now, now of course, Jimmy's acting like he wants to get out of his vehicle and fight him. Uh, so instead, he, he tried to tear his atlas up, but he wasn't strong enough to do it, so he threw it in the back seat instead. And and I'm just sitting there looking at him like, just get me home. Just please, God, get me home, and I'll never ride with you again. His time has gone on. I don't know what his deal is, but I do not encourage riding with him. I almost caved in and was going to ride to Philadelphia with him to do this recent appearance, but I, I hear that thing went south, too, so I'm only thankful. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine, imagine well, that an appearance with Cornette going south. Who, who who could even imagine such a thing? No. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, never, this, never, this, never. This I, think, I think they got mad at him. I think I think they got mad at him because he wouldn't leave the stage. He went over his time, and security didn't want to stay no longer. And and then he and then he smuggled in seventy one cheesesteak sandwiches because part of the deal. Is the fans got to eat a hamburger or something with him? So instead, he ordered seventy-one cheesesteaks. Well, you weren't allowed to have food in there, so they got in this oh shit about that. So he had one of the fans uh, sneak it out or something. Yeah, oh, just, oh, I, haven't, oh. I haven't spoke to him since he's been, so I don't know. Uh, he's, either real, he's either mad at me for something I've said. Go figure. And uh, or or he's just been in a bad mood. Uh, so I don't know. Stroh, how have you been doing? One of my old buddies. How you doing? Uh, uh, great, man. I just got. I was telling them I just got back from a few film festivals um, over the weekend. They're oh, showing yeah. a film documentary on me yeah. and everything. So uh, well, yeah, yeah. Bit uh, there's no film doc documentaries on me unless you count Moby Dick. Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> oh, Never mind. <laughs> if you saw that one, make <laughs> some comparison. Yeah. And uh, who uh, else did you say was in here? Hey, you name like four or five people. We got Men on a Mission. We got Stroke. Um, got we have Marty the Gert Gertner. I've never had the pleasure to meet Mr. Gertner that I can recall unless you unless you were at the show I did in Philadelphia for the uh, Eddie Gilbert Memorial. And there were so many people there at that. I don't remember who all I saw and who all I didn't. I wasn't, Kenny. I don't believe we have met. <laughs> Well, it was a pleasure to finally get to talk to you there. I've always admired your work. Thank you. Likewise. Oh, you don't even know who I am. Knock it off. <laughs> See, I was talking earlier today about how great, uh, what great liars wrestlers are. And I was uh, talking about, I was, I was talking about this Kavanaugh guy. Now I'm going, what, what a lousy person to put on, on the Senate if, if he can't lie any better than what he's doing. I've been a Life professional liar for 30 years. A professional liar for 30 years, and if he can't lie any better than that on the Senate, you said you wanted the dogs to bark. Well, there you go. They're barking. Oh, I, I, don't think they're I think they're hot at Gertner for some reason. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> <laughs> Got heat with my dogs. 
That's what Hubbard yeah. used to tell me going to these wrestling conventions. But come on, brother, let's go and see how many lies we can hear. There you go. There you go. You ain't lying, you ain't trying. No, I think I'm just making that up. And if, 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 if you ain't lying, you ain't trying. I, oh. Also on air with us, Uncle Kenny, we have uh, Lucha Underground's champion himself, Marty the Moth. Marty the Moth, okay. Now, he he probably knows an old buddy of mine then. Um, but he must mean I'm buddy. I'm looking down his name. He's on Survivor right now. He he wrestled down here with Yo, us as Johnny Johnny And yeah, we we trained him here. Yeah. At, oh, here's another great here's another great prediction Cornette made that that Johnny Nitro would never see a day on on uh, Monday Night Raw. He he'll never make it. He ain't got what it takes. That's Jesus Christ. Oh, really? Man, wow. had so much talent. But yeah, that was one of the Cornette great predictions, and I'm I'm sure he'll talk his way out of it somehow and say he meant it some other way, but. That's not true. He said Johnny Knight would never see a day in the WWE, and we, we all looked at Jimmy like he had a smoking turd hanging out of his mouth. Uh, <laughs> Jim Cornette also said Lou China's down. He doesn't like all the flips, and it's just a bunch of dancing, and Lou China ground has no work. Well, yeah, yeah, he don't like uh, yeah. he don't like Young Bucks. He he didn't like ROH was once he wasn't a part of it, and he don't. And and I have to admit, uh, Lucha Underground is a little different than what I was raised on. But, but there's a piece of pie out there for everybody. I mean, um, and I don't I don't get some of the stuff, but you know, look at me. I, I would get some of the stuff. You know, I, yeah, I really think Luke did the mission too, too like much. watching a movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, me and like men on a mission did too movie. much stuff off the top rope. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not thinking about it. Me neither, Kenny. <laughs> Me neither, I took one bump off the top rope of my life, and that was because Jim Ross was there that night. They wanted me to rehearse it, and I said, you're out of your goddamn mind. If I'm going to break my leg, I'm going to do it during the show. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to break it in practice. <laughs> so yeah. it, was a, it was a bump for Rico Constantino. It was uh, me and and uh, Conway fighting Rico Constantino, and it was, of course, a coal miner's glove on a pole match. What else was Jimmy doing? We had something on a pole for 52 weeks in a row, I think. Oh a moon kind of big red on a pole match one night. you believe that? <laughs> oh, it's on then. <laughs> someone, someone shook the big red up. That made a mess. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, and I am and I am lying again, by the way. We didn't not that he wouldn't if he thought of it we'd have had him. Yeah. So, well now Gert, hey Gertner, you probably worked with Jimmy a time or two, didn't you? Um, you know, believe it or not, no, I, he came in for E C W the once, right? I think it was him and Lawler yeah, he together did do that. in Fort Lauderdale or something. That might be right. the only yeah, time. Been, I, yeah. I, I know Jerry Lawler went through a time or two, so I didn't know if your old cro- uh, paths crossed then or not. You know, though, like, when I was first starting out in, like, the early to mid-90s, uh, he was mm-hmm. in Jersey working with uh, Dennis Corbuzo. Now, so I've never Oh, I knew, I knew Dennis very well. Dennis, Dennis is my son's god-uncle, by the way. Is that right? So, um, so I've never been out was. to eat with him, and I've never, um, and I've never been in a drive-thru with him. I've, I've been with Oscar. I haven't been with Cornette, but there's one yeah. story up here that a friend of mine had told me is that Jim, uh, the urban legend, I wasn't there, but according to the story, Jim was out 
with the crew and with Dennis and everybody's hanging out after the show and they're at a place called the Buccaneer Diner and believe it or not, I don't know how this could happen, but you know, service I guess wasn't up to snuff and something else wasn't up to code and this that and Jim apparently got perturbed about it as if you know who would think, right? And then in his promo, in in his profanity laced tirade and promo, apparently he wound up asking the manager of the restaurant why the place is called the Buccaneer Diner? Is it because it costs a bucket and an ear to eat here? <laughs> so that got worked into the program. Well, I will, I will give wow. Jimmy this. That might be the closest thing to an original promo I ever heard him do. Because every promo and every angle Jimmy's ever done, I can tell you who did it first. As a matter of fact, we had that on the show once. It. Oh Didn't we have a show once where I had you all name the great thing that Jimmy Cornette did, and I told you who did it first. Yes, I think I think we did do that one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then and then and someone and then some then some brilliant asshole out there called it. Well, Jimmy came up with the scuffle match. I said, "You stupid fuck! Are you kidding me? That was done. That was done first by Jerry Jarrett. And I bet you Oscar knows this. Jerry Jarrett and uh, and and uh, Al Green did the first one in the Louisville Gardens. And and they did no it better because Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Jarrett wasn't stupid enough to fall off and break his damn knees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well. You, mean, you guys got to run. I'm gonna. It's been great. Who's gonna out. run? I'm gonna run. My wife came home like just 15 minutes ago. She's got to be asleep by 11:30 our time to work a uh, uh, New York uh. City film, New York Film Festival tomorrow. So well, I'm, gonna some, uh, I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some good husband points for <laughs> If you put her on with me, she'll file for divorce in about ten minutes. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, she'll be about twenty or twenty-five minutes late too. I wonder what took her so long. But thank, thank you guys all a lot, and uh, and I appreciate you having me. And and awesome to reconnect with uh, Oscar. It's been great. I'm glad I got to tell you that story because that's every time I think about it, it puts a big smile on my face, Marty. I know we, we talked a couple of days ago, um, but uh, I'm so proud of you. Awesome. And uh, Kenny, great yeah. to be with you. Stro, Steve, take care, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Oh, Thank, Thank you. Take Thanks care, for bro. Coming out. Give, give the wife our love, but only in a good way. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the good news, I'm going to follow suit because i got to actually get it on my stream right now. i got people asking if I'm getting on, and I stream every night now trying to get that on so I don't have to bump every day anymore. <laughs> Um, what did I do? Uh, did I get out right. of here and run everybody off? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, I've been on here for an hour. So. Like that, we're all leaving. I've been uh, here for an hour, so I've yeah. got stuff to do. I appreciate you. I'm not going to have such an awesome exit as Joel does because Joel is such awesome at speaking. But how about uh, I love you all and hope to meet you all very, uh, those who I haven't met. Any uh, everybody there? Yeah. Party, one of, party, one of these days when you uh, when you come to when you come uh, out uh, Chicago way, uh, get a hold of me. Um, there's uh, there's a lot of great restaurants out here in the suburbs. We'll uh, figure some way to get together and we will uh, chow down and uh, swap some and stories. All right, my friend. And maybe another thing we may be able to do too. I'll go get my passport because I do need to get it. And maybe I'll come out and visit Steve and. And his wife, Sheila, and meet you as well. You could do oh, that. Oh, yeah. I'll take you up on yeah. that. And I actually have a show in Canada on December 1st. So Where? be out and look for that. Where? Uh, look. I don't know. You better be coming. I'm in Toronto. 
I'm in, uh, I'm in Toronto. So, yeah. I have a show in Louisville, Kentucky every week in my living room. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> part of the show. Hold down on travel Yeah, there you go. Don't forget to visit martincasaus.com backslash supplements. Buy his stuff. It's good stuff. It'll help your body out. Buy as much. Buy his stuff. Now, yeah. also, uh, I was supposed I was supposed to do this at the very top of the show, and I didn't get it oh. in. I forgot. Uh, but I need to give a shout out to the, one of the sweet loves of my life, Little Miss Jenny, uh, down oh. in the Philippines. She's listening live in the Philippines tonight. I just sent her the connection, so she's listening. So, oh. hello, Jenny. I love you, and thank you for tuning in tonight. And also Hi, uh, to Shana. Shana in uh, Pennsylvania is listening to us tonight, and she's probably going to be the new co-host of my show because I hate the one I got. I might fire him oh, here tonight like I oh. did one on Cornette's show once. Might just fire him here tonight and fire her. I always love it when they find out they were fired by a third party. Yeah. Oh, I'm the Donald gosh. Trump firing people. I never do yeah. it to the face. I, I just do it somewhere else and let them find out about it. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you yeah. go. Oh, Shana, oh my gosh. Shana, you hired oh, Daniel Spencer. Fired. There you go. Took Shana from Pennsylvania. Shana yeah, from Pennsylvania. Exactly. And by the way, she looks slightly above average. I just want to get that in there, too. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. She's easy on the eyes. Slightly she's above average. Excellent. And Jenny looks way above average. <laughs> nah. say that again. You yeah. better say that. I've seen pictures of your girl, she, and she she's is a, extremely way above average. Okay, way above average. Beautiful girl. Uh, and, and Jenny, by the way, man. is in Elo. Gina, by the way, is in uh, Elo, Elo City. Lovely, lovely area down there. Elo. Elo, Elo. You got to say both, or you say it wrong, and it kick you out of the city. Elo, Elo. <laughs> so, so who do we have oh, left? Who all did I not run off? Well. Oh my! You're, well, Papa Papa Stro is still here, my friend. So Papa uh, still here. Yep. I knew I couldn't run him off. <laughs> yep. Yep. Now, yeah, who, exactly. who were the two that failed on us? Okay, that was that was Joel and uh, and uh, Marty. Joel and Marty. Okay, I didn't know Marty and Joel. I knew of, but I had not uh, not met him before. And, yeah. and we still got Oscar. Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, yeah, yeah. All righty, all righty. How did you how did you get suckered and have to ride with Cornette from, from Houston's Dallas? Oh, that um I think I had an argument with Mo and Mabel like I normally do and Cornette was left, <laughs> so I told him I need to ride. <laughs> Process of elimination, huh? Oh, oh yeah, because... I know the other thing, too, was Cornette actually taught me, and this was a valuable lesson, Cornette taught me how to get the 5 o'clock checkout out of a hotel. Oh, well, see, I was the master of the 2 o'clock checkout. What's the master of the 5? I haven't heard that one. Oh, no, Cornette just tells you just double lock your door so the maids don't get in, and when the front desk call, just don't answer the phone, and he went his ass back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he, used to have a, he used to be horrible He used to be horrible About being on time going anywhere When he first got in the business 
Uh, if his mother was around and she couldn't wake him up, man, it was hell. And I had to pull a trick on him once to where I set the clocks up about, uh, God, it was like four hours. I had a doctor's appointment. He was my ride. He was going to take me to the doctor's appointment over my ears. And uh, so I set the clocks for when he wakes up, he thinks it's noon. He said, well, what time's your appointment? I said, 1 o'clock. I said, we got to be in downtown Louisville at 1 o'clock. So he gets up, feeling fresh, thinks he's got a great night's sleep. And um, But actually, it was 8 a.m. In his head, he's thinking it's a little bit afternoon. And uh, so we get practically to Louisville, and he sees one of those bank clocks. And he says, look at that damn bank clock. He said, some bitch is wrong. He said, it says it's 845. I said, no, no, that, that clock's right. I said, what do you mean it's right? He said, you said it was noon. All your clocks say it's noon. I said, no, my appointment was at 9 a.m., but I said, I knew you wouldn't get your ass out of bed, so I set the clock up a few hours. He was the goddamn mad. So that was the only way you could get him to be on time. You had to lie to him about what time it was. Oh, and he, did, he, didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't carry a watch back then. Of course, there were no yeah, cell phones. Yeah, when I see him, I'm definitely going to ask right. him about that one. That's for yeah, you. You've got to ask him about how to move the clocks up so he could get me to the doctor on time. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah, he didn't believe me anymore on what time it was after that. He, you ever, you ever heard about these people that oh, he wouldn't give me the time of day? Well, he didn't want the time of day for me because he knew I'd lie to him. <laughs> another, great, another great stunt I pulled on him is I got a new FM stereo radio. It was a Zenith Allegro uh, home stereo that had the tape deck and the turntables built in them. Uh, Oscar, you might remember those. Yeah. How are you supposed oh, to I remember those things? Yeah, I don't know. Old enough to remember. Yeah, no, I'm playing. Yeah, of course <laughs> I remember that. I, I don't I'm, know if I'm you're old. Be 55 years old. Well, I, I, I turned 59 in March, so I, I got a few years on you. And Jimmy just I'll turned be, 65 on the 17th, by the way. I'll be 45 in December on the 3rd. Yeah, same day as Jimmy I'll be yep. Jimmy was 65 or 75. I can't remember. <laughs> wow! I was going to say I noticed none of you are arguing because that he looks old. He looks like an old man. That's why no one's arguing. Yeah, he's about uh, seventy-five. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Uh, but the, the other the other stunt I pulled on him is that he he loved my new stereo. It was a home stereo, and look at Oscar trying to act like he doesn't know what a turntable is. <laughs> so he noticed that all the channels I went to um, that were not playing country music. They were all pop stations or disco or whatever we had back then. And he said, well, how did you do that? He says, he says, I haven't heard one country station come up yet. Well, I knew where they were, so I just skipped right over the damn things. And, and I said, well, Jimmy, I said, I had the factory pre-cut out the diodes that have country music stations. I said, this radio can't play country music. He looks at me and says, really? They just cut out the diodes? I said, yeah. Well, can I do that in my car? I said, sure. You just send in your stereo. Yeah, they'll cut them right out. You don't even have to hear country music no more. Well, goddamn, what do you think that cost? I said, well, I think they charged me 50 bucks. I said, you know, you got to ship your stereo. I said, you'd be out about 75 bucks. And he, that son of a bitch was going to have somebody take his car stereo out and ship it somewhere and have them cut out the country music station. Oh so I had God. to tell him, no, Jimmy. And, and, I, and my oh hand my to God, God guys, you. I ain't making this shit. You can't make that goddamn story up. No. And uh, <laughs> my hand to God, and he'll admit it, he'll admit it. 
That's how y'all motivate me to call in tonight. Y'all said I could shit on Cornette for an hour, so that, that's the only reason oh, I called sure. in. Yeah, go ahead and shit on <laughs> Yeah. I want Oscar to get his shit in, too. I know he knows some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what I know, what I know is classified. Come on now. And, classified. Huh? Well, yeah, what I know, what I know is classified, and I, 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 like, I like to say I, I, I'm running to people too much to uh, yeah, tell me dirty secrets. Classified. Oh, that means you have to kill me. That means you have to kill me. I'm here to hear it. I'll give you my address. I want to hear it. Let's go. Well, see, I get on here and talk shit about Brock Lesnar because I figure Brock Lesnar wants to whip my ass so bad to come to my home in Louisville and shit on it, you know? Yeah, well, oh, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, I'm going to see Brock Monday, so I can't oh, say shit. nothing. <laughs> well, you tell oh, him okay, Kenny no. Bowen said hi that he's a fine, outstanding human being. <laughs> yeah, I sure will. Telling lies, telling lies. <laughs> one oh, of the finer Lord. individuals I've ever met in my life. Hey, Oscar, what's this joke about? Hey, Oscar, what's this joke about? You talk about I wear pampers under my tights. That wasn't me, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> keep you from shitting yourself, I guess. That'd be one reason. The Do tell Brock I said hello. Now, where are you going to see Brock at? How are you two uh, hooking up? Uh, the WWE show coming to Chicago. Oh, okay. All right. Well, do tell him I yeah, said hello. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Roz, Roz coming to town. Roz coming to yeah. town. Well, even yeah. I popped Monday. on to WWE tonight. It was so cool to see Kane and Taker and Michaels and Helmsley all oh, in yeah. there at the same time. Yep, or, or last night, I just watched it tonight. I haven't. I was yeah. late watching. We get you. And I had I had to stop and back it up when I heard the Undertaker's bell ring. I said, "What the hell?" And what was so stupid about that though is that here you cut the Undertaker there, and he's not advertised. You were going totally for shock value. And you think you might sell a few more seats if the fans knew that Undertaker was going to make a personal appearance. But yeah, that's just yeah. promotion. Yeah. I'm trying to sell as many goddamn seats as I can. You know, when you work at OVW and and you've had shows in front of 30 people and you've had shows in front of uh, the Louisville Gardens with as many as 5,000, uh, you don't like those 30 seat, 30 seat shows too much. You're trying to get right. as many of those bigger right. ones. And Absolutely. Oscar how, Oscar, how many times were you uh, at the Louisville Gardens? You had to have logged a few few trips to Louisville. Uh, probably a good probably a good five or six in the span of my career. I thought, I, thought it, I thought it might have even been more than that. I really did. Um, but not Louisville Gardens, man. It's a, as a matter of fact, a, a fan sent me a uh, commemorative shirt. Well, he didn't send me the shirt. He sent me on how to get it. Cheap-ass fuck. And uh, but he sent me a, a, a way to get a commemorative shirt of the Louisville Gardens. Uh, Oscar, what year do you think the Louisville Gardens opened? I really don't know. 1905. Oh, you believe wow. that shit? 1905, and and they were called the Louisville. It was called the Louisville Athletic Building or something back then. Was not well, known as the Louisville Gardens. But yeah, wow. 1905. Not even. Not even. And, and as a matter of fact, it used to be uh, the jail. That's that's where they kept the criminals at. Oh, okay. That's why. I figured, that's why I figured men on a mission was there. I figured they locked you guys up and you all got to town. Yeah, we got paroled. Now, um, are you running? Are you running any? Are you still running shows in Louisville? 
Oh, well, I'm not. No, I retired in 2012. Uh, the Louisville Gardens okay. closed down. I think Louisville Gardens closed down. Uh, we did our last show there in, God, it was with The Undertaker, to be honest with you. Uh, it was called Last Dance. And I think Undertaker was on that card. And uh, we closed that out, I think, in 2004, 2003, maybe. I could be oh, wrong right. on the date. But we haven't ran there in a long time. And, of course, that's where I met Jerry Lawler at in 1974, was in the back alley of the Louisville Gardens. Jerry hates it when I tell the story that way. Sounds dirty. Yeah, Jerry, I met you <laughs> in the back alley of the Louisville Gardens. Oh, Kenny, quit telling the story like that. <laughs> oh, my All right, Jerry, I got to end I, this. I'm not easy. gave me a $20 bill. Remember that, Thank, King? All right. Thank you, Oscar. Yeah, right. appreciate Thank it, you, brother. Oscar. Thanks for coming you out. Good, buddy. Love. Pleasure talking with you. Much love. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> now, I knew so, that was how it was going to be. I was going to run everybody. So now it's me and Stro. It's down to us. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Marty had to. Stro, Stro's got staying power. He ain't going to let me run him off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just anxious to see if Mo Brock that I said hello or not. <laughs> well, you know what? I've got, you know what? Now that I've got, now that I've got his number, Kenny, uh, uh, Monday or Tuesday, I will. Uh, I'll call him and ask yeah, him that. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, either that or text him and remind him that. <laughs> Bro- right. Yeah. Brock, Brock might flip him the bird if he mentions my name. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, me, me, and, me and Brock had our issues when he was here. What that? I say, or throw him up against the wall. <laughs> Good luck on that. Good luck on that. <laughs> no, I don't even. I don't even know if Brock's that strong. No. Stro, Stro, where are you appearing at? Uh, uh, you, you still doing the uh, the conventions and everything too? Yeah, yeah. I got my. I got, I got two this weekend. I'm gonna be at uh, one uh, Huntersville, North Carolina, uh, called Charlotte Crypticon, and then one mm-hmm. South Carolina the day after the Sunday at uh, called PD Comic Con in Lake City, South Carolina. Man, I wish I could do them, but my, my health just does not let me, you know, between parking and getting in the buildings and getting set up and all that shit. I mean, I, I don't know if I can compete with the big boys or not, but I'm sure I'd sell something and and uh, get a little bit of an appearance fee out of some of them. But my health just won't let me do it. I mean, I, it'd be a blast, but Cornette does everyone. He can get his in, but uh, just between my back and my knees, I walk very long and and uh, help for me, for me to go shopping. If there ain't a place for me to sit down about every aisle, then I, I can't get through it. I have to use one of those damn carts. But, no, it would right. it'd be a blast. I'd love to do it, man. You guys are lucky to be able to get to do that. Yeah, it's uh, so far, I mean, these conventions have been great. You know, you meet people from walks, all walks of life. And, uh, yeah, it's just uh, pretty, pretty interesting. I tell you who's been busy as shit lately. I had her on my show. She was the first ever featured female guest I've ever had. I had uh, uh, Jeannie, uh, or Jean, she likes to be called, Jean Bassone. She was the original Hollywood in the original Glow. And oh, she was yeah. oh, she's been on here before, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, she's cool. a great girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, she is. Who's she talking she's about? Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood. Oh, yeah. And, and Hollywood is busier than a goddamn little beaver and freak, man. She is doing shows and cruises and all kinds of shit. She's got a cruise oh, yeah. early you know. next year. And uh, I never dreamed that the, they took what they did and 
Uh, she said that series just kind of rejuvenated all their careers. But she says she's getting a lot of jealousy well, because she's taking advantage of it. But, hell, you know, make a buck where you can is what I say. I agree. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Money is money. They have announced the location of WrestleMania for 2020. Oh, oh boy. Well, good. Is That'll be the year we kick Trump out. Where, where's it going to be? Yeah, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, oh, really? Jesse Ventura wow. might be the honorary. Jesse Ventura might be president by then. That's, that's his uh, <laughs> governor. And he'd be doing a lot better than what we got now. Well, and well, the thing is, is that the biggest surplus that Minnesota's ever had is why Jesse was governor. But he only did the one term. He said, I'm going to do one term, and I'm going to go back into the private sector and talk about some wild-ass conspiracy theories. <laughs> uh, I don't know who does <laughs> conspiracy theories, uh, Trump or, or uh, Jesse. Uh, they oh, both shot. spent a few. I hope The Rock and Tom Hanks go through with what they said on Saturday Night Live. I hope they run. I don't know how in the hell you beat that team. Yeah, I tell you who is talking about running. I tell you who is talking about running. I don't think it's got a snowball's chance in hell. And and you guys know me well enough to know I'm for anybody but Trump. But uh, that Michael Alvinetti guy, the the guy that defended oh, Stormy Daniels. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's talking about running. But you know what? He even rubs Democrats and Independents the wrong way with his approach and his. And uh, I mean, Trump is a prick in a different way. And uh, he's almost a comedic prick, but uh, Avenatti, I don't think I don't think the people would get behind him. I really don't. I think Joe Biden would have a better shot. I think um, Sanders would have a better shot. Uh, my problem with that is that I think once you're 65, you need to get your ass out of politics. I mean, I'm 58 and don't remember what I had to eat yesterday, and I don't think you got to be making decisions. I don't think you got to be making decisions about what goes on in the world. I think I think I think politics probably. 35 to 59 ought to be the limit, which means I could run one more year. Uh, 30, 35 <laughs> to 59. And then uh, or, or, or go ahead and make it 65. That's mandatory retirement for a lot of companies anyway. But you got these people hanging in there until they're fucking 80s and 90s, and you know goddamn well that they're either so set in their ways they can't make a rational decision if their life depended on it, or they don't remember what the fuck their decision was. And, and we see it, and especially in the Republican Party, that they're very old, very white, very, very old man, very few women. And uh, I know there's going to be some people who don't like me to say this, but I think the women, as a rule, do a better job. Mm-hmm. There you go. I said it. <laughs> well, there Stroh, we go. What do you think? Let, let, me get, let me get your political view, Stro. What do you say? Ah. It's a brother. It's a dirty game. <laughs> it's a dirty. It is game. a dirty. Game. It's like wrestling. It's like wrestling. It's a dirty game. Yes, it is. And it's all it's all about the promo. <laughs> and mm-hmm. can you make the can you make the fans believe what you're saying? And Trump got about thirty some odd percent of the people to believe what he was saying. It's a it's a bit it's a bigger it's a bigger work than the business. <laughs> Ain't it now? Oh, you know what, guys? I have never watched all the press conferences and CNN and MSNBC. <laughs> And I even watch Fox News, even though I don't believe shit they're saying. I watch them because I want to know what they're saying. I want to know what the other side's thinking. I want to know, could they possibly believe what they just said? 
That's why I used to listen to the Rush Limbaugh. I'd go, he's full of shit. There's no way he believes what he just said. Well, he even admitted it on a Simpsons cartoon once, is that he was just working everybody. That well, the way he is what makes money. And then it's like wrestling. Well, you know, I'm not really an asshole. I just played one for 30 years. I'm just trying to make money. Okay. You know, that's all I wonder if Seth, Mac- Seth MacFarlane, it makes me wonder if he's the booker for a lot of this. Because a lot of stuff you see in the <laughs> Simpsons that, that came to pass. <laughs> you got that right. You're pretty damn close. Yeah. Right? Myself. We have some news on Impact Wrestling. And it okay. is... That Chris Jericho is rumored to make his Impact Wrestling debut at Bound for Glory. No. No. Oh, wow. No. Holy crap. That's Holy crap. No way. No way. No. They ain't printed it up, honey, to get Jericho there. Break the wall down. <laughs> I did, I did hey. see Jericho on a battle the other day, and, and I, I did a show with him last I like Jericho. He's a good man. He is a class act, but... When Rico was down and out and in trouble, uh, Jericho is the only WWE star that donated a nickel to help him. And, and Jericho donated wow. $3,000. Jericho donated awesome. three grand. And But not mm-hmm. one other WWE star, and there's a few of them up there that got more money in Jericho. And not one of them, not Vince McMahon, not Stephanie, not Triple H, not none of them, donated one dime to help Rico out. But Jericho, wow. once, he heard, once he heard about it, he cut a check mm-hmm. for three grand. Now yeah, quite well, back, well, well, he does. He does a lot of this stuff. Um, one of uh, one of my friends is a uh, is another uh, independent worker, a guy by the name of uh, Rampage Radisson, and mm-hmm. he just finally got to the point where he was able to afford to get some shirts printed. So uh, yeah. he met uh, he met uh, he met Jericho at a at a Fozzie event, and he you know introduced himself, told him you know hey I'm a you know I'm an indie wrestler and that. And I finally just got my shirts made. I would be happy to give you one if you would be uh, willing to maybe wear it on stage one time. Well, um, next the next week when Jericho's out on the road uh, playing with Fozzie, he shows up wearing that wearing that shirt. And that I mean Jericho Pretty will cool. Jericho is yeah exactly. I mean you know he he promotes he promotes the business. You know, 100%. Well, well Jericho, Jericho, Jericho's been one of the guys that, that didn't have a whole shitload of money. and He knows what it's like to be, to be struggling and not have a lot of money and wonder how to get to the next town and everything. And, and then some right. of these guys have been coddled since the day they got into business. I mean, the worst day John Cena right. ever had in his life, he made 750 bucks a week. Uh, Bobby Eaton, I don't think he even made any money until he'd been in the business seven years. You know, he had to have side jobs and everything else. Oh wow! Yeah. So uh, and it's, it's kind of about the same way for me. I, I was in the business, I guess, pushing six, seven years before I made any real money, and could actually say that I, I paid my bills out of wrestling money. And that's what irks me today. And y'all probably heard me talk about it before, is that when these people call themselves professional wrestlers, but yet they uh, they they spit, they get paid twenty five dollars to go to a town that cost them one hundred and twenty five dollars to get to. Uh, they don't put up, they don't even cover their hotel. So they had to pay another hundred dollars for a hotel. They don't pay for their meals. So they, they'll lose 250 bucks to be seen on a show. And I had, I had a, I had a girl tell me this one. I said, why did you go to Pittsburgh 
to work that show up. That you're losing over two hundred and fifty dollars to do that show. Oh, I just wanted to be mm-hmm. on the same show with Arn Anderson. And, and let's face it, Arn Anderson wasn't in his prime at that time. Being on a card with Arn Anderson wasn't doing shit for you. But because yeah. he was an agent, she thought she could get up there and butter him up a little bit, and uh, you know maybe get his attention. And she thought she was going to work herself into getting into the WWE because she was on a show with him in Pittsburgh. So she was willing to lose the 250 bucks. And some of them do it a lot. And a lot of them's girlfriends support them while they're in the business. They're, the girls are fascinated that their husband is, uh, calls himself a professional wrestler or, or a boyfriend or what have you. And they support them, pay their cell phone bills, pay their gas, let them borrow their cars, let them use their cell phones in many cases. And, guys, I'm speaking from experience on this. I mean, I see this shit happen all the time at OVT. All the time. And it just makes me sick, man. I mean, if, and, and, and some people that don't take care of their kids, oh, I got to live my dream, man. I got to live my dream. No, you got a kid. That's your goddamn dream. It ain't your nightmare. It's your dream. Take care of your kid. And I saw girls do it, too. I saw girls give up on their kids. Never saw their kids because they wanted to be a pro wrestler. Wow. Oh, Strew, I put my mouth a lot, don't I? <laughs> oh, you're great, man. I'm just oh, happy to be here with you, man. Well, yeah. Was, uh, I think it was on, uh, what, what, Strow on the roast show when y'all roasted me a few years ago in Cornette and after and everything yeah. was a Jerry Jerry. Boy, you talked yeah, about an all-star oh, line of that night. We had everybody yeah, on that. was. Wow. Oh, I was. I've listened to that one a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he ever dreamed it was going to be a three-hour-plus show. Rico called in that night, I remember. Dean Hill called yep, in. Yep. Rico. Yeah. Uh, Silver. Silver Turkey. Oh, yeah. Turkey right, called in. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. God, we had a lot of people call in that night. But uh, Jerry Jarrett and After shocked me a little bit. I wasn't looking for them. And Stroh was on. I wasn't looking. Him. I think it was really the first time I got to talk Stro much. I didn't. I didn't realize he even had a clue as to who the hell I was. So that that was a lot of fun. But no, for, a guy, for, for a guy that didn't like Louisville, Kentucky, uh, very much. I mean, I worked about a seven state region here, and then very minimal at that. Um, my 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 worldwide level of fame ain't bad for a guy that barely left Louisville. But that's thanks to podcasting and the internet, DVD sales. Uh, if we didn't have those avenues, man, shit, I'd I'd be known about it around a 150 mile radius. That would be about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I, cause I was I was never on worldwide television other than in highlight reels. But I did get it. I remember I was on. This, this is weird, Stro. I mean, you talk about a guy that lucked into something. There was one week that I was on ECW, Monday Night right. Raw, Sunday Night Heat. SmackDown and WrestleMania all in the same week. And they said that I, that not wow. even contract wrestlers with WWE can ever claim that. And the reason being is because I was in a highlight reel with John Cena on every one of those shows. So I made every show oh, that wow. week uh, with WWE. I probably wasn't on more than three or four seconds in any of them. But on WrestleMania, no. I was on a grand total of about 1.5 seconds. My, my email and and, and and Facebook flooded that night for being seen for about a second and a half on WrestleMania. King, King, you was on WrestleMania. I was, yeah, I know. I saw it. It was about a second and a half. How the hell did you see it? Because that's normally bathroom break. You know, they run, they run those between the matches. 
So I was shocked right. anybody fucking saw it. Right. <laughs> yeah, second and a right. half mania will get you a little bit of fame, uh, just in case anybody's wondering. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty and wild. of course, and didn't of course, even have to leave my course, house. Uh, right. And of course, uh, when uh, um, Jimmy inducted uh, the Rock and Roll Express into the Hall oh, of yeah, Fame, I got, and I got uh, you got mentioned yeah. on that. I'm still to this yeah. day the only WWE Hall of Fame mentionee. I got a ring to prove it. <laughs> oh, I tell you. That ring's heavy as shit, too, by the way. I could knock somebody out with that damn ring. That's so much as heavy. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I keep, uh, I keep it right in my pill drawer here, right to the left. I've got about five pill bottles i got to take every day. And my WWE oh, yeah. Hall of Fame mentionee ring is in that drawer. Keep it right there by. Too damn hey. heavy to wear. I'd lose my right arm. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, at uh, least you're not taking yeah. you're not taking a suitcase full of pills like my girlfriend does. So no, no, I've never never smoked. Never, not no, sound like Donald no, no, Trump, no. but I've never she smoked, never, drank, never had drugs or anything my whole life. Yeah, she needs to take the meds she's on. She's on too many though. <laughs> well, oh, uh, I've wow. talked to a lot of addicts. Tell me they need to take what they take. <laughs> no, no. No Stro, you've been, Stro, you've been clean how long? About six months now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> longer than that, I've, uh, I've I've always been the one that had to be straight for everybody else, basically. <laughs> I, I know, man. TV, I right? Know. Yeah, somebody's got to drive, right? Somebody's got to drive. Exactly. Um, <laughs> as, as a matter of fact, I said, uh, uh, I told downtown Bruno once, I said, Bruno, I said, you're not drinking anymore, are you? He says, no. I said, you ain't drinking any less either, are you? So he just looked at me. And he was drunk. <laughs> oh, not drinking any more, but he ain't drinking any less. Uh, <laughs> oh. Well, remember one, one of the wrestlers. Gotta... I remember, I remember one of the wrestlers. I once asked us, "When did you stop banging thirteen-year-old girls?" Oh, <laughs> I didn't. Never, oh, never. You don't know where to go with that answer. You can't. When did I stop? Well, I said, never once I started. No, it wasn't Jerry Lawler. Everybody get their heads out of the gutters. <laughs> it wasn't Jerry. <laughs> oh God. It, it it was Bill Superstar Dundee. Oh, oh, my goodness. You, well, you get Dundee mad at me now. What the hell? <laughs> as, as, a matter, as a matter of fact, there's a guy from YouTube coming down here through the south, and he's doing shoot interviews with people. And um, and he, want, he wanted to stop by my house and do a shoot interview with me. And I said, well, I said, I've never done one. I said, what do these things pay? He said, well, I've, I've, I've spent all my money doing Bill Dundee. And he named one other one who was far less famous than Dundee. I said, well, all I can tell you is I'll be a hell of a lot more entertaining. I said, I've never done one. I said, if you get Dundee sober, you've done something. I said, so uh, I've had to waste the damn money, in my opinion. So. so I have to wait for him to save some money to come back down here again and do my shoot interview. That's it. If I'm getting paid, I want to get paid, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Amen to that. Amen to that. I'm just going to let him name his price, and if I liked it, you know, just tell me what you can afford, and then we'll go from there. I don't try and hold anybody up or anything. Mm. There you go. There you go. Throw what, so, year, throw well, what year did you get in the business? Being as these goddamn well, hosts ain't asking any good questions, I'll do it. Well, we're trying to talk, oh, but yeah. you're, you're running the show now, <laughs> Kenny. <so. laughs> is this, this is the Kenny Bowen hey. hour. Yeah. Just to clear it up, you're the dumb fucks that invited me on. You knew what was going to happen. 
Oh, of course. We knew that. We knew that right off the bat. We just, we just go. Okay, Kenny's on. We're, we're done. We'll just, we'll just sit back. I think they'll do that. Y'all can take a smoke break for an hour. This is, this is how much Kenny takes over the show. I laughed my boobs off, and I even snorted and almost had an asthma attack, and nobody noticed. Well, I told you, wow. I told you, to, quit snort, I told you to quit snorting about two years ago. Hey. Oh, man. Hey, well, it, as, as long as it's Bro, just they from laughing. They all got problems, man. Bro, it's they all got laughing. problems. They all got things they, they got to hey, deal man, with. I'm clean. No, booger sugar hair. No, booger sugar hair. I think sugar. Uh. No oh sugar. my gosh! <laughs> if it was no, real sugar, there'd be a teen ants around it. That ain't sugar. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. I can't remember who taught me that. I can't remember who taught me, and I learned that on this show, Booker Sugar. I can't remember who taught me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll oh, go ahead and answer the question. You're right. Oh, no, I dominate. The, so, I'm good girl. So, I'm well, girl. can you imagine? You know what? Stro lets me go though. Ahead. He never interrupts. I was going to ask if Kenny Bolin, because this has got to be a story. Did Kenny Bolin right. okay. ever, witness, ever witness Jim Cornette drunk or high? Uh-huh. Um, never high that I know of, but I've seen him drunk a few times, yeah. Uh, normally in his <laughs> home, though. Never, never when we were really out. In now, Stacy's a story. God damn it. <laughs> uh, anytime we go to dinner of alcohol was around, Stacy was getting drunk. You can forget that shit. Uh, yeah. glad, she, glad she wasn't driving is all I can tell you My ass wouldn't have been in the car Stacy the the Oh my god so I've seen, oh. Who I've seen drunk for Would be, would be Stacy um, Stacy and alcohol Is kind of I think you look up one in the dictionary And you see the other Oh, oh man Oh wow Oh man Uh uh I got another um, line I'm dying to use, but I'll res- I'll refrain from saying it. I won't say it tonight. Go ahead. A little, Go a little on, heat. man. Uh, it's, it's like when you look up Stacy and the word slut. All right, I said it. I said it. Shit. <laughs> I'm always in heat with them anyway. Oh, <laughs> God. What do you, what do you uh, get when you cross Jimmy's wife with a pig? Nothing, because there's some things even a pig won't do. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. They made, me, they made me do it, Jimmy. They was begging for it. Who <laughs> uh, has been in the last with Kenny Bolin? Now here, here, here's a good Indiana. Here's an Indiana joke for you. Why does Indiana not sink on? I'm sorry. Why does Kentucky not sink on down into Tennessee? Because mm-hmm. Indiana no, sucks. Was... <laughs> <laughs> why, why, do, why do birds fly upside down in Indiana? I don't know. Because there, like... there ain't nothing worth shit. Because there ain't nothing worth shit. Why? Why was here's the, here's the last one? Why was Jesus not born in Indiana? I don't know. Why was Jesus not born in Indiana? Because they couldn't find three wise men and a virgin. (laughs) (laughs) That's why Jesus never came to Newfoundland. (laughs) Wow. Probably a lot of areas Jesus didn't go to. 
Yeah. <laughs> what's what's been new in the life of Kenny the Star Maker Bowling? What's new? Uh, well, we I just had my season fifteen premiere um, um, last last week. That was season fifteen mm-hmm. of Bowling Alley. That was the show that that Gene was on. I thought it would be uh, very nice to have my first ever female featured guest. I mean, my my daughter in law co host with me, but uh, that was uh, the mm-hmm. first featured female guest I'd ever had. So I figured season fifteen would be a good place to have that. Uh, we're still selling my book, believe it or not. It's been out almost three years. I probably screwed you too. The mostly true mm-hmm. stories. It's down to 1995 now. I finally sold enough of them that they let me produce it. We've now sold over 7,000 copies of my book. That, I don't think that's a New York Times bestseller, but not too bad for a fat guy from Louisville. And uh, let's see, we got the bowl, we got the bowling club T-shirts we sell shipped for 24.95. The BS logo shirts for 24.95. The bowling club hats are nineteen ninety five, and my big ones that I love selling because they're the best headphones around. The Monster Into mm-hmm. headphones, which I saw a Chicago Cub fan wearing. Nobody give me a score because I'm only in the sixth inning. Uh, but I saw a Cub fan wearing my blue Monster Into headphones sitting out the parking lot across Wait. the street from the stadium. They said he sits there every night, and he had on my blue Monster Into. I thought that was pretty cool. And those are seventy nine ninety five. They normally list for one ninety nine, and they are the real deal. These are not knockoffs. And I got about ten sets left. I'm going to sell between now and hopefully uh, Thanksgiving. Stro, what do you got? Cool. Other than insurance and Medicaid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got through season two of the Dust series. Uh, I started the Chief, who's like the Grim Reaper in the series. And, and okay. it's kind of like vampires, werewolves. It's uh, similar to like the series Supernatural. And oh, cool. uh, we're supposed to start on uh, season three uh, beginning of the next year. And in uh, um, season two, I believe later on, it's going to be out on DVD as well. So Now, you, you're watching them or you're in them? I, I star them at the TV. Oh, cool, cool. Well, I'll have to be yeah. looking for that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I didn't tell, tell me about when you watched the one you went. Yeah, it's, uh, but you can catch up on episodes on their Facebook page, uh, facebook.com okay. slash dust series, the USK series, and they'll have all mm-hmm. the episodes on there you can check out. Catch up uh, on one, one of you trained monkeys down there send me a link to that so I, can, so I don't fuck it up. <laughs> okay, we'll When I worked at Humana, one of the guys that said next to me hated Humana so bad when he would answer the call that would come in. We were inbound call receivers. We would take the calls and then try and sell them insurance. And he would answer uh-huh. the phone. Hello, this is Kevin. I'm one of the trained monkeys standing by to serve you. Goddamn talking monkey. You can't be that. Who's going to hang up on a trained monkey? Trained monkeys. Train And of course our calls are monitored So he got caught doing it eventually And he wasn't allowed to do that intro no more Train monkey standing by to serve you I wanted to be a train monkey I thought that was pretty cool I didn't do it That was one of the top salesmen I wanted to keep my job Well god damn it's already pushing midnight here Is the show almost over? Five minutes Five Five minutes. minutes 
Five I, minutes. Well, I, I said when this show started, all I want is five minutes with the Stroh. Five minutes is all I'll need, and I'll beat him like a redheaded mule. <laughs> Five minutes. Leave the redheads alone. A redheaded mule. Well, we can't talk about stepchildren anymore. Bad things happening to them. Who who cares whatever happened to a mule other than Vegas? You know what? You know what? I am a redheaded stepchild. I am a redheaded stepchild. Okay. Come on now. Uh Whose doorstep are you left? Don't even. My mother did that to her friend, playing a joke, and left me on her friend's doorstep. Don't even. Yeah, I bet it was. A, I okay. bet it was a joke. Oh man, your mother was. Your mother left the state for seven days. <laughs> <laughs> your, mother, your mother got found in Oh my God. God. <laughs> it was a joke. bad to give a baby a prune with no diaper on. That ain't right, man. That just ain't right. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. You really get left on a doorstep. Uh, my daughter-in-law, uh, that's how they ended up with her sister, is that someone left them, and she lived in Brazil at the time, and, and her sister was left on her father's doorstep, and they picked it up, and there was a baby in a basket, and they raised her. And, and uh, been in the family twenty something years now. True story. Jeez. Wow. Just just think if the police hadn't caught your mom, you'd be raised by another family. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh my. So hey, I'm... so Kenny, so Kenny, um yeah. now the network has finally is finally putting OVW on there. Um I heard that. I heard that. I've, yeah, I've made I a few of the shows. I haven't. I haven't had. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. Of course, um, lately though, I've actually been uh, sitting back and watching uh, all the uh, Mid Atlantic stuff they've got on there, and that. I've, I've been. And, I've been keeping up with uh, Kyrie Sane. I love her, man. Me, she's got oh, I love her problems. too. Yeah, she's awesome. Me too. You seen her? You seen her? Oh show? yeah, she's amazing. She's mm-hmm. badass, yeah, man. She's incredible. actually been responding to me on Twitter, man. I, I feel like I'm her boyfriend now or something. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. She's seen my picture. She knows what she's mouth. getting yeah. into. She knows. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> She'll know what she's and, and it's like, And it's like I made Asuka jealous because Asuka never responded to one of my treats. Uh, tweet treats. Uh, I gave her treats, but she didn't want them. Uh, tweets. <laughs> and, with, and as soon as uh, Kyrie Sane started responding to me, Asuka did. Like I made her jealous or something. Probably. Oh my gosh. You know, I got two. So now I got two hot Asian women. I don't know what to do with. Well, oh, you man. can give me. I'll, you can always I'll, give me one. You can always give one to me. <laughs> hey, if I'll I get two, one. you ain't getting shit. <laughs> I get two. I'm, I'm going to send them me. two out and have to bring back two more. Okay, so that's two plus <laughs> want, two one in the one Philippines. Hot, Jenny, what I want. hearing this? Here, here's what I want. I want one hot Asian woman. I want seven of them, because I figure out of seven of them, one of them will be in a good mood one day of the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey. And the other six, hey, the other six can bitch to each other. 
Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, hey, look, hey, look at this. Fans right there. Carl that'll, that'll line me up fans. Carl Anderson always one. keeps uh, talking about his hot Asian wife, and uh, you know, hey, it's uh, it's uh, secured him um, like four kids. Uh, so yeah, we're, Renee Dupree married an Asian girl. Uh, I've been with my girlfriend for five years now. Uh, yeah. She, and uh, they're they're sweet and loyal, and as long as you don't piss them off, which I've made that mistake a couple times. I've made that mistake a couple of times, but no, they're 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 sweet girls, man. I I, I can't imagine. I mean, it's going to sound racist as shit, but I can't imagine dating anything but an Asian girl. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I was doing all my life. You white women are brutal. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? I I will attest to that. We're bitches. <laughs> and those redheaded white women that get left on porches are the worst, man. You can't hey, good guy. Hey, 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 uh, hey, hey, now. Hey, now. Come on. You're a country song, uh, you're a country song waiting to happen. Red-headed girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Red-headed stepchild left out on the porch. <laughs> well, you know what? Okay. I'm All I have to say is you can have your Asian woman, but nothing tastes like a redhead. No. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Stro sounds like it's time for us to go, man. <laughs> 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 I've tasted oh redhead God. before. It, 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 it tastes mm-hmm. like ginger. We taste. Nobody got that one. Nobody got that one. It's like ginger. (laughs) I caught it. I'm an evil ginger kid, and I know it. Every freckle on my arm. When I was in in middle school, I loved redhead girls. We had like three of them at Oldham County, and I just just thought they were the prettiest things alive. Uh, But I hadn't met Asian girls yet then. We didn't have any. Uh I didn't know what I was doing. You let me find a red-headed Asian girl, and I'll lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> With freckles. Yeah, I have freckles. You see, when, when, well, I, when sure, I was a I'm, kid... I'm sure I've been broke up Uncle with by Kenny, now, so I better go check my email. Uncle Kenny, <laughs> hold on, Uncle Kenny. I, I, have, I have a little... I have a red-headed story for you. As a child, yeah, I ahead. asked the father... We're in I overtime the father, now. Go ahead. I says, I yep. says, Daddy... How did I get my freckles? Because I have a lot of freckles. He says, well, Mm -hmm. Katie, we stood you behind the screen door, and I threw a bucket of shit at you, and whatever stuck is what you got. No, that that ain't right. That ain't right. I'm not even kidding, folks. Mm. Not even kidding. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember I remember Cornette's uncle introduced me to his wife and his sister once and I said, Well wait a minute, there's only one girl there. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. Some of the dirty dirty south. When, when when will this show be posted that that normal decent folk can log in and hear it? Just now. Just yeah. Now? Oh, wow. yeah, well, the live portion yeah. should be there. Um, yeah, or, if, if one and of the if you want to do the after nine, party, you have to wait till an hour after the after party. Right. If, right. If, well, if yeah, four yeah, in, nine, in, about a, in about an hour after after we get off the air, if uh, mm-hmm. people aren't called in, then they'll be able to hear the entire uh, entire yeah. show. If they're not well, called in, if it, it's up to if, if it if it. 
If at least four of my nine Asian girlfriends haven't broke up with me by now, I'll be amazed. I got to get two more. You got to have one for each day of the week. I just got two extras just in case. Get them, Jenny. Uh-huh. I know. Get them. Get them, Jenny. <laughs> if I could just get Stro to pay for them, that would be a lot better. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, you, you pay uh, for them, and I'll taste uh, them. How's that? <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, wow. You know what I said to oh, my girlfriend yeah. the first time? The first time I was with her, I said, hmm, tastes like sake. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, guys, y'all better get me off here. I'm getting in deeper shit the longer I stay on. I really oh, indeed, you're digging your hole. You're digging a hole so deep. Yeah, that hole so deep now I've ran out of dirt to fill it in with. Well, fellas, you all have a good one. Uh, we want five minutes of overtime. Strobe, great hearing from you again. Send me a link to your show. I'll be checking those out. And uh, anybody oh, listening to this show, uh, track me down at uh, at StarMakerBowling on Twitter and backslash StarMakerBowling on Facebook and buy my shit. That's about all yeah, I'm going to ask. Yep. <laughs> buy buy his shit. Right. Yep. Buy his shit. Yep. Yeah. And until yeah. Yeah. I did say good day. Good day, sir. Good day. Much love, Uncle Kenny. Oh, thank you, brother. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yep. Man. And you know what? He's the only man on this planet Earth that I allow to talk to me like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And, folks, if you think mm. this is good, tomorrow night is going to be just as good because we are loaded up. We are going to have with us the president of the Cauliflower Alley Club, one half of the Killer Bees, uh, Brian Blair. We will have oh, AAA awesome. announcer, producer, and uh, and Lucha, um, Lucha talent extraordinaire, Hugo Savinovich. We will also have. Oh, I love him. Yes, we will also have uh, one of the one of the greatest of all time, Dell the Patriot Wilkes will be with us, and one of our awesome. favorite guests who we uh, love to have on. He's been with us already. He's been with us on three times now so far, and folks, we never get tired of him. Sam Houston will also be with oh, us tomorrow Uncle night. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. Bill Lapter's yeah. coming, right? Well, I am going to message him, and uh, hopefully he will be able to uh, uh, have a little bit of time to spend with us. And then Thursday and Friday, throwback so. Thursday and flashback Friday, um, we will have uh, anniversary from uh, our days on the uh, 2D network. So we've got we've got an entire week of this stuff for you folks. You don't want to miss a single night of it. It's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. Um so um I know well, I know it's after it's after well hey now Rob, one question though. Uh, with all the with everything that uh happened with uh Florence and that, did you did you get hit at all? Did you suffer any 
um, damages and that? Mostly um, my area was just like wind damage, but we were lucky we didn't get any flooding. It was just that we you know so we're still cleaning up, and we still have others that got hit. But really fortunate to have some homes come back to, and just have others who got hit were hit just as hard, if not harder, than us. So um, you know, still um, helping everybody out, and um, thoughts and prayers still go out to everyone that are still recovering from the, the hurricane. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. yeah. We got Absolutely. we we had a tornado. We had a tornado touchdown in Ottawa. And oh, wow. it was a bad one. And I'm not going to say it's funny. I'm going to say it's odd. The odd thing that happened was two brothers, they lived they lived a couple of miles apart, and they both lost their houses. Oh, I'm so sorry. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Just, a, it, just it, no rhyme, no reason. We got the tail end of, of what you had. This is what it was. Wow. That's mm. crazy. Yeah. And even here in Toronto, the winds took out some trees. The rains were pretty hard. The waves, like I live by the lake, the waves were coming up pretty hard. So hmm. we got wow. the tail end. Man. Yeah. We got some pretty good rain out of that. But uh, I pray, I pray and send love and strength. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Send love Fabulous. and strength to you. Fabulous. So. Well, brother, thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. It's uh, been it's been really great to have you. Um, we'll let you go oh, ahead and uh, get yourself some uh, shut eye because it is after uh, midnight uh, out your direction. So, you know, yeah. So, uh, thank you so much. We uh, really appreciate it, man. Uh, you take care, and uh, we'll uh, get we'll get you back on here uh, real soon. All right. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Always a pleasure. Um, you guys take care. You can, Thank you. You hey, too. You, Thanks. Well, Stro, Stro, you've pretty much earned the honor of <laughs> save the number calling when you want. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Pretty so much. much. Yeah. 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 Hey, your family. Anytime. You. Anytime. The, anytime we're on the air, you you have you have a oh. The definite right. You call in and say, "Hey, I want to be on," and uh, you're definitely on. So, thank you guys again. All I right. love you guys. Take care of yourself. Thank hey, you. You too. too. Love you too. Take care. Talk to you later, right, man. Well, we, we will see you all tomorrow for part two of the five night. Uh, the, not the five night. Yeah. The five year five anniversary. Night, fuck you. <laughs> four four night five year anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, two nights, I thought. But, yeah, and hopefully I'll still have a voice. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good Take night. Take care. Get you out know of here. know what time it is. You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Out you get. Good night, I'm everybody. Good night. Closing.